0: The stories you are about to hear are entirely true. They are some of history's most notorious and sinister mysteries. Whenever possible, the actual witnesses and police involved have participated in the recreation of these events. Your hosts, senior mystery analysts, Ben Potesky and John Nafsinger, have been investigating the unknown and solving the world's greatest riddles for over a year. They work tirelessly for your own good. Exploring the dark in order to bring the truth to light. This is Drunk Mysteries. Good morning, my soldiers in truth, my companions in seeking the answers to the mysterious and braving the unknown. My name is John Nafsiger, and I'm joined as always with my co-host, Ben Poteski. Ben, how are you?
1: John, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. And I'm doing well because I feel like we are about to uncover a secret so shocking that most people did not know that something could enter their ears that would make their brains as scrambled as we're about to make them. And
0: John. You couldn't be more right. Now, before we get to all those just reality confounding and brain defying mysteries, I would like to implore you. Inquire you Would to... you threaten anyone? No, of course not Okay But at least not in this context I'll threaten someone in a different context but Like not... what?
1: What kind of context?
0: Uh, I assume if I was robbing a bank I would threaten someone Yeah, but would you rob a bank? That's not the question But what I'm going to ask of you Dear listener Dear sweet listener To please, if you have not already Subscribe and review In whatever podcast app Medium you pertain to this and program. Radio program. Subscribe and review. We don't care what you say. Just make it good. It can we be five
1: it. stars. It can be preferably five stars. But if you want to, it can even be one star. I don't care. Just subscribe and review, please. If you have a podcast, we would subscribe and review for it. And if you do... I actually, you know what? I'm going to say this right now. If you do have a podcast or you have anything that is um subscribing to or... You know, reviewable, reviewable, or you just want us to follow you on the Instagram, by all means, subscribe and review to us. And at
0: drunk mysteries. At
1: drunk mysteries, and hit us up and we'll fucking hit you back right away. And John, do you want to know what we're drinking today?
0: What are we drinking, man? Tell us,
1: please. We are drinking Lucasa Lager. It is um brewed by the OTX BC Brewing Company, high-in-the-hill country of Texas. Now, this is a hoppy lager um with 4.8% alcohol and mm. um and a, I've had a few.
0: I'm feeling and,
1: good. I'm feeling good too, man. I like them a lot. On the bottle, you'll see a water tower with an eyeball and a, a green eyeball underneath it. Maybe an it's homage nice, to the great white, maybe an homage to the great Gatsby. I remember a green light and an eyeball on the cover of that in yeah. high school. Um and yeah, it's a beer and um, it's you chanting, drink it, dear It's listener. ethereal, it's fleeting, and it's brewed right here in
0: Texas.
1: And John Let's talk okay about then. this mystery. Well,
0: I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to get to... to the, cause I've been, this is a question that's honestly, since I started my research for this mystery, this has been the question burning at the back of my mind that I've been wanting to ask you, okay. s- you specifically. What would it take for you to join a cult?
1: Re- Not, really? N- okay. Really? It'd have to be a bunch of things. So first, I would have to be kind of down and out. Let's say I lost my job. Um... My car was broke down. I didn't have much going for me. Like, if I were pretty down and out, you know, I'm a sad figure at this point. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'm addicted to some sort of drug. Um, Future drug. And someone approached me, and they said, Ben, not only can I offer you a community to join, but I can offer you drunken pagan orgies and the like, and all you have to do is follow a very charismatic and dominant figure i would say i'm open to it
0: yeah i'll try it out yeah i'll go to the meeting i'll see what happens
1: i'll give it a test run okay
0: you know that's pretty cool because honestly there's a lot of parallels there's a lot of themes sort of subtle notes of in everything you just said yeah they're gonna be impregnated in the mystery that we're gonna tell tonight do you Mm -hmm. get what i'm trying to tell you
1: not exactly. Okay,
0: great, because that's where I want you to start. Okay. Because this mystery is so mysterious, deep, unravel. It is an onion of layers, and by the time we reach the center, there will be a fever pitch in the air. So great, listener. hmm Your mind will
1: be blown. Now, folks, there's something you should know about all of the mysteries we have done up to this point, and all of the mysteries we have ever done. Now, John makes outlines for some. I make outlines for other mysteries. We do not read each other's outlines before we do it. Goddamn but there's right. like notes on on a screen that you know cues me to talk, Keep and then in. other ones that cue him to talk. Back so when curtain. I read this, I am going to go in blind, and I solve it as I go. And folks, this is I think what makes us different, what makes us great, because we come in drunk and we come in surprised.
0: Exactly. The other person can't always know because the drunkenness is the fog of war exactly. so tonight our mystery is about a mysterious murder but we will have to delve into a little more context about the sinister cult that this family was tied up with tonight our topic is the murder of genie mills and her family in california in the early 1980s these murders remain unsolved man so we can't separate, like I said, this murder tonight without talking about the uh, the cult that uh, the Mills family was involved in. And it's called the People's Temple, although sometimes also called the Jonestown Cult. We know where this is going. Yeah, so Ben, um, tell me what you know offhand about the Jonestown cult. Just lay it on me.
1: Okay, so here's what I know offhand based on, you know, seeing flashes of this through documentaries and stuff throughout the years. There is a
0: really good documentary about the Jonestown cult, but whatever.
1: Jim Jones was a charismatic, I think, California, I don't know if it was northern or southern, California minister who um, in, I think it was like the mid-60s or early 70s, was known as actually being pretty progressive. Yeah. He had a multinational and multi-ethnic congregation with people from all faiths coming into worship, it was very hippie-ish at first, and um, eventually it got weirder and weirder and weirder. With Jones developing a personality cult around him, and then I think they moved their compound to South America. Um, at
0: one, so you're close. I just don't. I don't want to. I want to cut you off right there because I don't want to quite spoil it. Okay. But you're close. So I'm going to dive right into sort of the outline that I've got for tonight. Okay. Um, or this morning if you're listening to it when we publish this the people's temple of the disciples of christ commonly shortened to just the people's temple was a new religious movement founded in 1955 by jim jones in indianapolis indiana that is an hour uh southwest from where i grew up in muncie Uh, i visited muncie Muncie, you lived there
1: I, I lived there. This is true. I did live there for about a year, but I'm not
0: from there. I am from the great state of New Jersey. John, please continue. So you say that he, he pushed progressive ideals, um, but actually would it be, it's closer to communist. So Jones used really? the People's Temple to spread a, mes- a message that combined elements of Christianity with communist and socialist <laughs> ideas. See, I
1: honestly did not know that. Yeah. It
0: was, with an emphasis on <laughs> racial equality jim jones considered jesus christ as being in compliance with an overarching belief in socialism as the correct social order jones was an ordained as a disciples of christ pastor and he achieved notoriety as the founder of this cult you see john the cult
1: based on your notes moved to California in the 1960s and established several locations throughout the state, including a headquarters in San Francisco. Very... <laughs> it's super hip. Very expensive rent, at least yeah, now. Well, not, not in the at 1960s. Its, at its peak, the temple boasted over 20,000 members, though three to 5,000 are more likely and connections to many left-wing political figures. So, so
0: they boasted that they were like, yo, we have 20,000 people strong. And we got people in politics, and we have beautiful. Yeah, they they had extremely. And we have powerful. And we have the best. They had
1: communist, powerful, you know, people in the mix. And in the early '60s, Jim Jones would preach a concept he called apostolic socialism. Apostolic. Apostolic socialism, but the ideals of this uh, match communism. Almost identically. So basically, he's preaching communism, calling it Christianity, and he's lying through his teeth. or he's exactly just a, or, clenched, or he's just, Or he's just teeth. delusion. So Jones starts preaching that the United States was the Antichrist, and capitalism was the Antichrist system, or tool, so to speak, that he was using to rule the world. Now, folks, it's important to note that, ironically, all forms of religion had been outlawed in every single communist state up to this point. So Jim Jones clearly did not understand what he was saying he
0: was using well I mean you might argue that he was in that context what the communist countries wouldn't allow for fear of what it might cause he was exploiting that Exactly. Because it could take he was hold using, in like, let America. Let me put
1: it this way. It would be like if you were the founder of a large company in the U.S. and you at the same time said capitalism was evil. While well, you were using the tools of capitalism to become successful yourself. He Propaganda. Was using, he was using his ability in a free society to talk shit about that same free society, at least in my opinion, to try to negate the whole thing. Yeah. If you were in the Soviet Union and you were and you were talking smack about it, they were throwing you in the gulags immediately. You weren't, like, yeah, that, that's, I, Jim Jones, I'm not smoking what you are.
0: Jones believed a nuclear holocaust was imminent, but it was 1962, so who didn't, really?
1: Yeah, could have happened.
0: He believed the nuclear destruction would lead to the creation of a new socialist Eden on Earth, he predicted. It would happen on July 15th, 1967, in five years. In the cult's expansion in California, they initiated the town's district attorney as a member, further adding to their credibility. Hmm. Although some descriptions of the People's Temple emphasizes Jones autocratic control over the temple autocratic autocratic control over the temple over the temple operation in reality the temple possessed a complex leadership structure with decision making power unevenly dispersed among its members holy shit within that structure though john
1: <clears throat> temple mep- temple members Temple members were subjected <laughs> unwittingly and gradually to sophisticated mind control and behavior modification techniques. This is your
0: favorite. I know this. you're going to love this. Go on.
1: Borrowed from post-revolutionary China and the communist state of North Korea. Holy shit. The plot thickens. The temple tightly defined psychological borders over which, quote-unquote, enemies such as traitors to the temple... Um, and they cross them basically at their own peril. So the temple is just taking people and interrogating them with advanced psychological torture techniques when they think they're,
0: be-
1: think they're betraying them. And, and while- basically by
0: looking out, they're, like, they're identifying traitors to their religion. So basically they're acting, you want to know the funny thing? Go. is they're
1: acting like all communist societies do. They become police states with everyone ratting each other out and no one being able to trust each other. They made a small little microcosm
0: of hell so while the secrecy and caution that jim jones had demanded in recruiting led to decreased overall membership they also helped jones to better foster a hero worship of himself as the ultimate socialist Hmm. in time the cult would have a grim end but we'll have more on that later so right now in the podcast ben i want to get your thought on thoughts on unfiltered and unfettered okay. on cults and cult leaders both topics so, so talk to me john i
1: understand why cults are appealing so i think that human beings have evolved at least throughout you know our hunt our 200,000 years of so of of human of, of modern human of modern humanity i think that we've evolved to live in tribes you know okay. in a tribal yeah. society and modern society kind of strips us of that where you know we're incentivized to live in, you know, single unit apartment complexes and things like that, and you know,
0: really One live bedroom a more houses. yeah,
1: live a more solitary existence than humans have evolved to do. And what a cult does is it offers you a real community, a place where you can fit in with people that, you know, care about you like they're your family members. It also offers you probably a lot of sexual opportunities. That's not that's hard to turn down. A lot of you know, a lot it's of a so lot of so willing and ready the purpose. Exactly. And you have a real purpose. You feel like sure. you're a part of something. Now cult leaders, go on. Okay, so in that type of situation, I feel like the only way, and here's here's the plus and the minus, the pro and the con, so to speak, the yin and the yang. I feel like in order for that type of group to live in a real, you know, cultish society, because all a cult is is it's trying to recreate a tribe. Right Um, and I feel like in order Damn, for that just right. I feel like in order for that to be able to last in modern society, you have to be you have to have a little bit, you know, be a little delusioned because it's just not the way the world works anymore. Like you can build a good group within modern society. but if you're being drawn into a cult, you're gonna be taking it too far because eventually if it's all revolving around some charismatic figure, who wants to be worshipped? And you're worshiping this person. It's all gonna go sideways. Everything, like, all right, let me. I don't know why it happens, but everything like this always ends the same way. Have it, you ever wanted to be worshipped? But think about it, though. Think about it. This all, this always yeah. ends the same way. It ends with the cult leader fucking everyone's wives, and um, people figure and,
0: out he's wrong. Yeah, it, the char, it, the illusion fades. The, the The enchantment is disenchanted, if you will.
1: Yeah and the other thing is is that no one like all right if you're if you're going to become disillusioned into thinking you're a god which is the type of person that would want to run a cult run you know a group of disciples so to speak um i feel like i just feel like you're probably not the most stable personality like yes was there a time and a place for that kind of thing yeah probably but in today's day and age I don't know. No one's pulled it off yet. Like, how come all cults descended to madness? Like, how come Have there's been no cult that just I, been Can shown? I ask
0: you something? Have you ever considered starting a cult? Or any sort of militant group, if you will? Because it's similar. Not
1: militant, but here's the thing. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, there was... I probably would not have minded at some point in time starting a group of like-minded people who just wanted to do what I do, believed what I believed, done the things that I done, and just listened to me no matter what I told them to do under all circumstances. Like that probably would not be so bad. It appeals
0: to you. From what I know, like it would appeal to you. I know it wouldn't you be the worst
1: I... it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world and here's the thing, I think that I could pull it off and make it not go fucking looney tune in the end.
0: Are you a Stalinist? Hitler like figure? No. Are no. you charismatic? Yes. Are you the next Jim Jones? We don't know. But here, we're going to get back to this. I mystery. feel like, but here's the
1: thing. I feel like it's pull offable. You have to think about it. Like, how come no cult has ever just been, how come they've not all come to the conclusion? All right, we're going to keep on, you know believing in our spirits and all these crazy things and you know we're going to keep on doing this good stuff that the re we're going to keep the reasons we joined the cult alive but we're also going to you know plan for the future maybe get day jobs um, put things in a mutual bank account. Yeah. Um, be a merit-based cult. You can't just have stragglers and you can't- A have lot people. of,
0: not enough cults are merit-based. No, a lot of them seem to just be like, there's a lot of nepotism, s- run rampant in yeah, the Yeah, I mean, I
1: would not want to be a communist thing. No. I feel no. like a communist thing is oof, always terrible. Oof, I would hate that. stinks. It stinks. It stinks like butt. But John, let's keep on digging through this mystery.
0: Like we said. God no. damn it. So now that we've given you a little bit of context on the cult that the Mills family is inseparable from, let's get back to Jeannie Mills and her family. Jeannie Mills and her family joined the People's Temple in 1969.
1: Wow, so John, we've gone over what the People's Temple is, and now I guess we're going over the family, huh?
0: Exactly, Ben. So they joined the People's Temple, uh, religion, quote fingers, in 1969 as Deanna and Elmer Myrtle. Notice they changed their names. Yeah. She served as the head of the temple's publications office, while her husband, Al, was the official photographer. They had been led to the People's Temple a year after their marriage, hoping for several answers to the problems of racism and social disorder in general. Again, this is, this is going on in the midst of the civil rights movement, like that kind of backdrop. It's nineteen, it's the early '60s. The wild '60s. Yeah. Vietnam is going on. Civil yeah, rights man. is
1: happening. What year is it?
0: It's like mid or late '60s. It's
1: it's yeah. So I'm guessing like LBJ is probably president. Maybe you're the historian. I'm not a historian, but you know, you know, more. I've seen the movie on HBO going all the way right about Lyndon B. Johnson, Perfect. and I'm
0: pretty sure that's when he was president. Right. So. Now, so they were looking for answers, and specifically to the problems of, of discipline that they saw emerging in their own family. Each had children from her previous marriages. Jeannie first visited Jones' Redwood Valley. Uh, this is Jim Jones' Redwood Valley compound. That was his
1: compound. In
0: 1969, and recalled that the children were so respectful of their seniors. Quote, that the children were so Expected of their seniors The members Seemed to be the happiest Most wholesome people we had ever seen End mm. quote All they wanted was a wholesome life and Yeah exactly like their kids are acting out And they go to this fucking picnic I assume and everybody in the cult That they're not in yet mm-hmm. Is super fucking polite
1: yeah, and so they're like, all right, we'll be, we'll, we'll, join these polite folks. So just a few years later, Pat. So later that year, actually, not a few years. Are you just call me Pat?
0: You said a few years later, Pat. I was about to say pass. Oh.
1: So not a few years, but later that year in um, 1969. 19, in 1969, they would move into the commune. So they've joined the cult. The children did not easily... Their children did not easily adapt to their new lives and lifestyle because they thought everyone that they lived with was weird. And they thought that, quote... Alex Jones looks like the type of man who might want to stick a finger where his fingers don't belong. He
0: Jim Jones,
1: but go on. Jim Jones. But their parents, Alan and Jeannie, continued to become trusted members of, of Jones' inner circle. So they're becoming immersed in the cold. It's fucking batshit. Getting shit.
0: deep, bro. And then, a,
1: and then a few years later, in 1973, I Jones' madness had truly presented itself to this family. But it was becoming unbearable to them so they're thinking maybe we don't want in on this anymore in 1974 daughter linda was brutally beaten with a wooden paddle for having a friend over that jones suspected was a traitor yet even after this it would be more than a year before the family could break free from this increasingly dire situation so the cult is starting to abuse them jones is having them beaten the children are afraid he might stick fingers where they don't
0: belong they're crying out in the night mommy mommy so the family, the Mills family, left the group with their five children in 1975. After the family also changed their name to Mills to avoid that, to, to Wait, actually. What was dis- their name
1: before the Mills?
0: Elmer. El Muerte. We said it. It's. It's. I'm they sure we're changed their name. The, the whole time. No, we did, but they changed their name when they joined the cult, or after they left. Did we the cult. mention that they changed yeah, their name? Yeah, we did. Okay, just making we're sure. Good. Just no, make we're good. No, we're good. We've kept the name that was relevant. Okay. At the end of the.
1: So the Mills is their fa- yeah. Yeah. You go. So
0: basically, they changed their name to void out the power of attorney that they had actually given to Jim Jones. Yep. Which is important. So they get back to the Bay Area of San Francisco. They tried with mixed success to reunite. With the family that they had left behind in dire straits. And to put out the word on Jim Jones saying he's fucked up. But when they, so time passes, they cooperate with a New West magazine expose that helped drive Jones to Guyana. South America. And when they did it, Jeannie felt it was like, quote, signing our own death warrant police protection after the massacre that would come what was that massacre john we'll get to it it came as a welcome relief that this was the first time i felt no one could kill us so ben recap what's happening okay so right now you can so right
1: now here's what we got we have a we have an innocent family who is lost in life it consists of a mom a dad and a kid Five people. It five consists, kids. It five of, kids. It consists of mom and dad and five, five kids. Step kids. Five stepkids. Five stepkids. Yeah, they were a Brady Bunch. Each parent had kids from another life, and then they brought them all together in this Brady Bunch thing. they in didn't, fucking California. It didn't go like the Brady Bunch. It went like the Jonestown Massacre because soon they meet Jim Jones and his cult. At this picnic. And the they People's just, Temple. The People's Temple. And they decide that these are the most polite folk we've ever met in our whole lives. Let's fucking join them. And so they do. And after they join them, what happens is they start getting beaten by them on a regular basis. Their kids do. Jim Jones turns on them. He's like, look, asshole. I think We don't Jim like Jones, you. I'm going to beat you day in, day out. Because I think you're a want- traitor. You yeah. piece of
0: shit traitor. I mean, bear
1: in mind Jim Jones wasn't communist, and communists love two things: he was very close, beating people and humiliating farmers. And this he they happen to be caught in the middle, and so they were just getting beaten constantly. And eventually they leave, and they go to the FBI, and they're like, "Look, there's this guy who's running this compound." And it's gotta go. You gotta no. Well, he doesn't have the compound yet. Well, he does. I guess he has a commune. He is a commune. He's running this commune, and it's gotta go. So and the FBI says we're gonna do what we can,
0: but we have we'll get to the FBI. But let me. Yeah. That's a pretty good recap, and listeners, I hope you enjoyed it because that was our own Ben Bateski sponsored again by the OTBX. We're not sponsored um, Oasis. by them. But you Oasis know. Texas Brewing Company, Texas. Keep it cold. Um, So ultimately, what I'm about to tell you is another topic for another podcast. Wow. But it plays into the Mills family story. Like we said, mounting public pressure, public and political pressure, indeed, in part caused by the Mills family and other families that would defect from the cult, forced Jones and his People's Temple's religion to relocate his cult to Guyana in south america that's exactly 12 miles south of america holy shit so they've gone they've gone a world away after jim jones left for Guyana, he encouraged temple members to follow him there the population of his little communes this was sprawling his his socialist spurt, utopia sprawl in South America, it would grow to over nine hundred people by late nineteen seventy eight. So this that's
1: is, a that's a bunch so of people. So this is
0: three years after the Mills family is affected. They've they're now he's fucking down in South America. Political pressures forced him out.
1: Yeah, and now he's just living in South America. The Mills family is on his is, is giving the authorities everything they Gatorade
0: need. wants a piece of his shit.
1: Gatorade wants some fucking piece of that shit, man. And they're not going to give him any money after the scandals that he walks into. And so, basically, um, those who moved to the compound in Guyana with Jones, um, they, were, they were promised by Jones a tropical paradise, mm. free from the wickedness of the outside capital that world. That sounds great! That had given them their homes and their cars and all of that wickedness fm radio fm radio who needs fm radio is corrupting our children
0: right yeah so on november 17th the outside world would descend upon jones's supposed jungle utopia his supposed his supposed leafy tropical paradise on november was it on november 17th Nineteen seventy eight, Leo Ryan, a congressman from the San Francisco area investigating investigating claims much like we are. Uh claims of abuse within the people's temple. He visited Jonestown. Holy shit. He went down to the fucking jungle. During this visit, a number of temple members expressed a desire to leave with the congressman like, yo, get me on the fucking plane like this. This shit sucks, man. Mm-hmm. I've got, I've got some paper. I think I got a bank account back home. I left five hundred in my checking account just in case.
1: I bet none of them had jungle survival skills because if they did, they'd have wandered
0: they off. They were not prepared for the bugs. Let's be honest. They didn't have jungle survival no. skills. not at I all. Don't.
1: These were a bunch of fucking San Fran hippies. Yeah, San Fran yuppies that did God not damn. know what they were getting into. But yeah, keep on going. Go. So, John on the afternoon of november 18th these members and by the way this is november 18th 1978 yeah, these members not
0: 2018
1: accompanied congressman leo ryan to the local airstrip at port Ketuma. because Kaya-tuma. they Kaya-tuma, because they wanted to get the fuck out of guyana and back right. to the great states of america they had learned their lesson um, but they were intercepted by self-styled temple cult security guards who opened fire on the group killing congressman Ryan, three journalists and one of the temple defectors. Now folks, this would make congressman Ryan the first US congressman in history killed in the line of duty while serving as a congressman. John, and um just a I few seconds I don't know seconds, if that's factually
0: accurate. No, okay.
1: that, that no that is. That okay. is factually accurate. All right, cool. I told you. I've watched a bunch of fucking Jim Jones documentaries. I
0: bet my bad. I didn't know.
1: So, on the evening of November 18th, soon after this, Jones ordered his congregation to this drink... This is where it gets
0: dark, listeners.
1: Yeah, you, tell the tale, please.
0: God All right, In it. my best and, <laughs> and most traumatic voice, on the evening of November 18th, in Jonestown, Guyana, South America, Jim's Marshall Jones ordered his congregation of followers to drink a concoction of cyanide laced with grape-flavored Kool-Aid. It was a powdered drink that one could buy in stores and a poison that one could only conceive so in the pits that, of hell.
1: So you're telling me that grape-flavored flavorade was available in the mid-se... In the late he 70s. He brought it.
0: This was a premeditated mass so murder. So what you're
1: telling me now is... is mass that he had planned this mass murder all the way back in Northern California by like going to probably a local grocery store and buying flavored powdered drinks. Well, I
0: mean, not actually. I think there was probably some. Uh, they had the compound for three years. There was some sort of like food supply distribution line, and if you can get, literally, if you if you're in that, you can literally get anything. It's the same thing you get. It's the same thing restaurants get. You can get beef. You can get chicken. You can so get. So what you're leg- saying uh, is how long?
1: Okay, but I have a question for you. What do you think the turnaround time was? What do you think the turnaround time was between? ordering something from one of these distribution companies and actually getting it in the mail. Two because, months. Okay, so you think You're that Jim Jones knew at least two months in advance that he was going to ben, stage a mass fucking- suicide using Flavor-Aid powdered flavor drink.
0: It was always a contingency plan. So you're saying that he always had this coming. Do you think it was because he... No, ate- I'm saying maybe in one shipment, he orders an extra batch of Kool-Aid and the... Flavorade. Ha- Flavorade. And has the fucking, like, powders. And just, like, in extra, knowing, like, hang in. Guys, stash that aside from the mess hall in that shed out back with that box <laughs> labeled poison and fucking leave it there with the padlock on it. And then when I need it, I'll get it. okay. That's what I think. So it's flavor so good. No, but goes- I'm not here to debate the fucking food supply order chains of Jonestown. <laughs> no, that's you. a
1: gigantic part of it because we need to know how long it was. Like all in all, Ben, this in advance. look,
0: if you want to get, if you want, I'm beyond the politics of your argument. Yeah. All in all, 918 people died, Jesus. including 276 young children. This was a massacre. Exactly. So, John, they
1: would not be the only victims. No, they wouldn't. In fact, the Mills family would soon be included in this bloodbath. Five years after they had escaped the mindfuckery of the cult, and the two years after the Jonestown Massacre, Jeannie Mills and her husband, Al Mills, now who had developed a quick hand and was skilled in the art of judo. And also carpentry. and he was, he was much like he made Christ. furniture. He was a carpenter. He made furniture. He did what he had to to survive. He Agreed. wore robes. He loved his wife. He made love to her every single night. They were living what you guys call a golden marriage. They never got tired of each other. Night after night after night after night after night, just him and her husband plowing away with each other. And um, so them and their fifteen year old daughter Daphne. Would yeah, be not sent- Daphne, Daphne.
0: <laughs> I promise.
1: Daphne. No, it's Daphne. Is it Daphne? It's Daphne. I would thought that spelling was weird. Is so them and their fifteen year old daughter Daphne, um, they were murdered in their home in Berkeley,
0: just Gruesome. right
1: after the massacre. So John, no, since
0: two years after the massacre. Oh, so were-
1: yeah, fine, fucking. Whatever. All right.
0: So look, now this is this is where it sort of becomes to be like what happened to these people the mills family and there's a lot of reason, there's a lot of things that happened in between their defection from the people's temples cult and their murder yeah for instance since their defection jones himself had lashed out publicly at the mills family and so speculation that this was somehow the work of a revenge hit squad of a former cult members ran wild and like the, the, again, the Mills family. So there's a the, there's a, the Killingston article, articles, is basically one of the things that sort of leads to the mounting political. What pressure. were those? Those were a series of articles published in I forget the publication. We'll put put it in the podcast notes. But leading up to Congressman Leo Ryan arriving in in, in Guyana. Yeah. It was basically an expose on former members. Members that didn't follow him down there. Um, they had gotten some form of journalists in at the compound edges and sort of figured it out. But basically, it was an expose reviewing, like, Jones is a fucking psychopath that took a 900 blatantly. people... Blatantly. Yeah, that took 900 people down to South America and is living in the fucking jungle, and, and they're probably all gonna tra- die.
1: I mean, I think it was a pure domination thing. Like, he just, Agreed. He was definitely a guy who was just super insecure and definitely a psychopath and wanted to be worshipped by a... wrote um,
0: a book? Wanted to be... Did he write Je- a book? No, Jeannie wrote a book... Um, again, we'll publish that in the show notes. I thought I had included it, but maybe it just didn't get pop up. Yeah, but, you know, Genie actually did write, like, a small book of sort of my An expose, life. so to speak. Yeah, like, even further than the articles in the magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, they were vocal. I guess is the point I was trying to illustrate is that they were vocal in the time since their defection... Um, to the time of their alleged I think Jones murder. just
1: wanted, like, the ultimate power over people, like, to make them die for oh, sure. him and all this now, fucking but let's t- remember,
0: so they boasted, f- they, 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 let's say they had 5,000 members, right? Yeah. They said they had about 5,000 members. Only 1,000 go down to Guyana. 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 Excuse me. I, I'm not the, the, uh, geography's my Achilles heel. My Yep. But my You point, know what mine is? Point,
1: Scratch lotto, baby. So, another wrinkle is that um, their son, Eddie, was at home at the time of the murders. He claims to have been watching television in his small but yet adequate room um, and did not hear any gunshots while the murders were happening just downstairs. Neighbors also heard no gunshots, so that part checked out. However, there was one hiccup in the story. Traces of gunpowder residue were detected on his hands, so John he could have been the murderer himself. Exactly,
0: exactly. He would later be arrested on like uh, FBI like drunk driving charges in two thousand five, but like nothing really related. So like he does have mm-hmm. that pursuing criminal yeah. record. But the investigation would then go on for a few years in the early eighties, but then it would be shelved uh, for several for until now. The murders, the murderers. We're never found. So wait a minute. Do we know the name of the son? Eddie. What was his last name? Mills. No, the I mean the legally, original last name. I don't legally it's Mills. So
1: what you're saying is, folks, is that you see an Eddie Mills in his California. Guess, in, 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 in California. In his early seventies now. In California or in that area. And he is someone who has a mysterious past. Maybe you don't know much about it. That could be the very same Eddie Mills that murdered his parents because he was actually secretly indoctrinated into this cult. John, what do you think?
0: I'm not sure, but this is the point where we get to the speculate wildly portion of the show. Who do you think killed Jeannie Mills, her husband, and her daughter Daphne? Go, Ben! Right I, now! Go! 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 Go!
1: Go! I, I dare say I know. So I think that it was actually the son. If he's still alive and he didn't do it, then I apologize for this, but all evidence leads me to this perspective, and that is, is that he was secretly indoctrinated into the cult. Because bear in mind, we know for a fact that the well, Mr. All Mr. and offered. Mrs. Mills were both shot to death. Gunshots are loud. If you've ever heard one, you know this. They're extremely loud. You can notice them from blocks away. Um, and I think that if he claims to have not heard the gunshots, well, he was have well, he was known to have been in the house then he's definitely lying or else he's deaf like there's no there's no other two ways about it i think that he either knew something about the gunshots um like the people that murdered him maybe he was in cahoots with i mean the people that murdered his parents maybe he was in cahoots with like former cult members that didn't go to guyana to kill themselves and were out for revenge um or maybe he just thought you know what i am jim jones heir and i'm going to take this on myself because they did find gunpowder on his hands, John, See, but he,
0: he, they also said that it was so uh, minimal that they're not sure it was really him. I just, like, just to play devil's advocate, because who knows, <laughs> you might be right. But, like, I think it was actually, it was a leftover member hit squad, an Avengers of the, the People's Temple, so to speak.
1: Yeah, but why would they be avenging against them? Because they just-
0: they're leaderless. They're lashing out. They're just fucking, they've got, they're sidekicks and they don't have a side to kick, so they just start fucking kicking. Yeah. So look, I think we've both given our opinions, both sides on this mystery. Well, you know what, wait, can we call this one solved? Sure, I'll agree to you. I'll, I'll acquiesce. Case solved. closed. Eddie, if you're out there, we think it was you. Um, look, so we've done with our speculation, our sources tonight... Um, were 10 Dark Mysteries Involving Strange Cults by Robin Warder on listverse.com. Also, The Mills Family Murders, Murders. Could It Be Jim Jim Jones' Jones Last Last Revenge by by Claire Claire Crawford,
1: Mason, and Nancy Faber. Published in March 1980, issue of People Magazine, and of course, our friends at Wikipedia, the search site that keeps on giving when you give to it, Wikipedia. The search site that
0: keeps on searching. Yep. So I want to take this time real quick to, again, just implore you direly to subscribe and review to the Drunk Mysteries podcast in your app on iTunes, YouTube. Won't you be my neighbor? Um, I want to thank again our beer company, the Oasis Texas Brewing Company. Brewed right here in Texas. fucking A, man. Shout out to Rick Warren, our tireless fucking executive producer, Dan Burton, our sound engineer. And uh, Ben, if you've got nothing else... This, John, is Drunk Drunk Mysteries. Mysteries!